when do you when are you planning on recording? Um, whenever you want. We can start now, or we can wait till after this. No, we can start now. Okay, go for it. Oh, it's already started. Yeah, I've never been good at that. It's been a running theme. Two running themes of of our podcast. One, we mention Morgan every ep, so that's right. It's eleven. No, <laughs> don't do that for the rest of the episode. <laughs> and um, two, right, half the time I don't even know that we're recording, but now that we are, yeah, got some sad news today. Like one of the the one of the boys from the poker community. His name's Shiva. Yeah. Um. He uh, he took his own life the other day. He hung oh, himself. Oh shit! And um, you know, like uh, so like I was talking to a few people today from the poker community, and one of the underlying things that people were saying was um, they didn't see it coming. No one knew, like no one was, you know, none the wiser to. You know, even his wife, his family, and it made me, like, it just further reiterates what we're doing here. Like, yeah. trying to normalize talking about mental health. Yeah. Because if one person knew, that's the one person he could have turned to at that darkest hour. But if no one knows anything, and I'm really a bit of an expert in this fucking topic because... For too many years, I didn't tell anyone. But at your darkest hour, who do you turn to when no one knows what you're going through? Like, you know, oh, happy-go-lucky cows is always, you know, having a laugh. And then, boom, I'm about to hang myself. People will be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. there will be that shock where, like, you, you know, you don't really need to be explaining things at that, that last hour. And my thing is if he had just reached out to one person, he'd still be alive. Yeah, and, like I didn't know him like really, really well, but like yeah. I feel like the poker community in Palmy is quite close knit. And one thing I remember about Shiva is he was always like, like buying drinks from the bar to the point where he'd like I'd always get a free drink out of him, not because I'm like, because a free drink, G. <laughs> like yeah, he, yeah. he, he just was, you just got one. Yeah, because he was always like buying more than he kind of needed, and he was always. One thing that was a running like joke between him and I personally was he had the perfect set of teeth. And it pissed me off. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you and your perfect teeth. He's like, come on, man. What are you hating for, man? <laughs> and it's like when I heard today that like how he passed away, it just hit me like a ton of bricks because, you know, like, look what it just aligns with what we've been, that message that we've been sort of trying to, we're trying to change that narrative. Yeah. Like, um, Again, like I keep saying it, normalizing um, that conversation with men where we're all struggling. A lot of us are struggling, but a lot of us are struggling quietly. Yeah. When you don't need to be struggling quietly. And I just wish that he had reached out to just one person, you know, because I feel like at that darkest hour, he could have at least reached out to that one person he he's he's talked to in the past. Um, Also, when you... Reach when you start reaching out to people like you might be just one person that you talk to, but then after a while, it becomes the norm for you to to talk about your feelings. And next thing you know, you might be talking to another person, and another person. Like um. Yeah, it just it just sucks that. Um, hearing someone that you know just yep. hug himself, and that's 
that sucks. I was on the phone with a few people today, you know, and yeah, that's a shame. So, um, I actually wish I had a drink now. I know. But I've got water, Shiva. Yeah, so I've got a. You've got what? LMP, no sugar? Um, ginger ale. Ginger ale, no sugar? No, no, full of sugar. Whoa. Yeah. Usually a sugar free man. Like yeah, that. normally, but just this was, this was cold. So, um, rest in peace, Shiva. Yeah. This podcast is, uh, you know, with you in mind. And again, it just. Like, it shouldn't matter that it's someone close to home. But it does sort of hammer that point through even more when, yeah, someone that you know has passed away when it's like, man, for the love of fucking God, if you're out there and you're struggling or you have days where you're struggling, yeah, it's not a burden for you to, to talk to someone. No. Because I can tell you firsthand that I used to think that, but as soon as I reached out to guys like yourself and Morgan and, yeah. and a few others, like... um. It, it, if anything, it brought us all closer together. Yeah. And for those who don't suffer from any sort of mental health issues, it 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 teaches you. I guess it gives you more understanding, more empathy to what people are going through. So then you learn to live amongst mental health. But for yeah. the love of God, if you're going through something, please reach out. Yeah. To someone, reach out to us. Yeah. We're, we're nice guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're nice guys. No, we are actually. But it doesn't matter if we're nice or not. We'll listen. We'll fucking give it. We'll give a shit. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's how we're starting off this podcast. Starting off with a sad news, but also again making it a point that if you're going through shit, please reach out to someone. Yeah. You know. Um, and I think the other side of the coin is if you're if you have a friend who suffers from mental health or uh, anything really. If they reach out, they're not looking for a solution. Yeah, they're not looking for you to fix their problems. No, they're, they're just looking for someone to listen. Yeah, often. and to not judge. And not Yeah, and sometimes it's just... like Sometimes they just need a distraction. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes they just need someone to make them laugh or make them... Just buy them, make them a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or, you know, give them a hug. Sometimes it's as simple as that and, and hmm. like, let them vent or if they're like me and they're not good at that just be there for them do you know what i mean like sometimes just hang out in a room and not saying anything is enough mm. do you know what i mean just sitting down and watching telly is enough you know and, and cracking a joke or or just chatting about the news something that's all someone needs to get through i feel like all of what you mentioned is we've done we've ticked all those boxes like we've we've hung out and made each other laugh we've like hung out and said nothing at all we've watched yeah. shit you've definitely noticeably a bit better yeah. When it comes to talking about, like, your own feelings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For a guy who's uh, the Comedy Hub three-time uh, male performer of the year. I'm just pl- I just gave you a plug. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like, I need it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it, it blew me away when you told me that, because, like, for someone who's so amazing with words on stage. Yeah. And, you know, well-spoken, but then when it comes to your your own feelings and yeah. how you feel, you're just dead terrible at it. it yeah, I am. I'm, I'm I'm not very good at it. No, you're definitely better. And, and we've discussed like where that comes from, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like growing up and, and being brought up by two different types of families and who express emotion in two different very odd ways. 
like my mum was like uh, like my mum was special <laughs> special is such a vague what do you she's mean a by... special mum um <clears throat> she worked real hard i, I can't knock my mum too much because at the end of the day like she worked real hard for us you know what I mean there was always food on the table um like sometimes it wasn't a lot or sometimes it wasn't that great you know like sometimes it was tripe stew but whatever um and like we were always at school do you know what I mean we always had our stationery we always went to camp so it's like she provided all those things but she wasn't very good at like I think about this a lot right for example like I remember once we were walking to the car and in our state house and i fell over and i was cr- like I, I must have been about six maybe seven and instead of like picking me up i started crying as you do at that age instead of picking me up and being like are you okay she gave me a smack on the bum so get in the car <laughs> that's, I think that's didn't say that's all she said to me <laughs> get in the car whack get in the car and so my mum was not that like are you okay sort of person right. do you know what i mean and that came from your grandmother, then, right? My grandmother was that person, yeah. Mm. Um, but she died when I was nine. So, like, I had it for a while, and then I didn't have it. And my dad, like, me and my dad, like, we love each other a lot. Like, we have a lot of time for each other and, and stuff like that. And whenever I have a problem, he was, he's instantly like, you know, like, I'll listen and I'll be there for you. But we're not the hugging type. Right. And we don't, you know, like, we don't need our phone calls to, like, I love you forever. You know, like. Yeah. You hang up. No, you no, hang no yeah, it's not like that. It's like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. And it's not that, and we express love differently. Do you know what I mean? Like, we express it through laughter and, and all that sort of thing. And calling each other a bastard. Um, yeah. Like, I, I wrote a thing about my uncle when he died, which was right um, as we were starting to do this podcast. Yeah, it was just recent. Yeah, and that. And it hit me really hard that because on my dad's side the whole family's like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they're all kind of like that sort of person. And when my uncle passed, I realized that like every time we saw him, he'd be like, um, he would go, "Hey Dylan, have you been told today?" And I knew exactly what he was going to say. Yeah. I'd be like, "No," and he'd be like, "Oh, you're a complete utter bastard. I hate you." <laughs> and we would laugh, and it'd be a joke. Yeah. And I, I realized after he died, I was like, that was his way of being like, hey man, yeah, how, how are you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I love you, and you know, I'm always here for you and shit like that. And sometimes that's how people express love, but it doesn't. But I forgot why we're on this topic. Anyway, <laughs> talking about like how, how oh expressing expressing yeah. So I think I think if you get a friend who who you know maybe you don't know they have mental health conditions or whatever. But if you just get a friend who's like, hey, man, what are you doing? Is right if I bomb over? Like, that's generally someone reaching out. Mm. And they're trying to say it in a way that it seems natural and all that sort of thing. Like, I did have a friend do that the other day. He had a real shitty, shitty, shitty day at work. And he's just like, he actually mentioned, was like, hey, you guys happen to be recording today? And I'm just like, no, man, we're not, not today. Why? And he's just like, oh, just wondering kind of had a hard day at work and i'm just like bomb on over yeah like just just come because i i said to him like look i can either meet you in town meet you at your house or you come here and he's like oh i'll come there we literally hung out and did nothing like we just watched tv well like to him it wouldn't have been nothing no exactly but i knew what it was yeah and we didn't have to talk like i did talk to him about well we had a chat about how i was like what's going on man what's going on with work and he told me all that but i was just like 
and we chatted about it and I'm like, yeah, well, that's that's hard, man. And I didn't, wasn't there to solve his problem. I was just there to be there. Generally. Has this person reached out to you in the past? No. Is it because of the, because I've found since we're doing this podcast, like, um, like uh, more and more people that I know, I've known really, like, you know, for a long time and people yeah. that I talk to on a weekly basis, but a lot of the conversations now, um, I find myself listening where I'm like, man, like this person's never sounded like this before. Like, um, yeah, but that's the whole, that's the start of the, the battle that we're normalizing that, that those conversations, you know, yeah. or normalizing the whole, like, man, I'm just not doing well right now. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I did get some nice feedback, um, in the weekend. I went to go see Nick Rado perform at, uh, at the Globe, which was nice to go watch a show for a change. Yeah. And um, I got some really nice feedback um, that night from a few people who said that they have listened to, some have said they've listened to a lot of episodes, some were just one. Yeah. Some blows, were like one in a bit, but they, they've got them all downloaded, ready to go. Do yeah, you know that me? blows me away. Eh? Like, yeah. So I was really moved. We have a, someone who wants to, desperately wants to come on. Who's that? Tracy. Yeah, we've been saying and I'm this. I'm keen to get her. Because she was the first one out of all the out of all the comments at the comedy hub, she was the first that approached us and said, "Hey, I would like you know would love to come on to the show." Yeah. But then we're like, "Yeah, sweet story, bro," and we got Morgan instead, her flatmate. Yeah, she was a bit annoyed by that. But <laughs> I said, "Oh, I said I did say, and it was true. I wasn't lying. That Morgan was a case of happened to be there. Yeah. Like it just it just kind of worked out that way. Do you know what I mean? Um." And so that was it. But yeah, she's keen to come on. And I'm really keen to have her on as well. Um, I also think that it'd be cool to have, you know, where I work, we have access to child psychologists. And there's one in particular who's very funny and I think she should come on the show. Yeah, it'd be cool to start like branching out a bit more. Yeah, and just have her come on and talk about different things and, and all that sort of thing. Because I think, like, for me as a dad... Like having those signs of of depression, and I, I'm always watching for them. Especially with my oldest daughter, you know, and I'm sure you do the same with yours. Like you're constantly watching for those signs. Do you sometimes like with your eldest? Like, does she sometimes approach you like, "Daddy, you okay?" Or just randomly will give you a hug as if they know that you're not doing that hundred um, percent. If I'm if if they know I'm not feeling well, like with a migraine, which I get a lot, like you, um, or with whatever they will often, you know, they'll come up and give me a hug and all that sort of thing. Yeah, But my my kids, like, I didn't want them to be like me. No, that sounds bad. I didn't want them to to feel like they fall over and I give them a smack on the bum. Like, I I didn't want that childhood for them. Do you know what I mean? Um, So we're, I'm very loving. Not in a creepy way. Do you parent, like, um, by, like, like, uh, learning from your parents' mistakes and their shortcomings, and that's how you... Yeah, but I often catch myself out. So I often find myself... Oh, we don't hit our kids like my mum did, like our mums did. Oh, yeah. Um, and they did it in a loving way, but like... <laughs> that's why I've got love tattooed on my fist. <laughs> <laughs> so it's backwards. So when I hit you, it implants. <laughs> it says love the right way. Um, just like that ambulance you were in last week, and it said ambulance backwards. Um... <laughs> Was I in an ambulance last week? No. No, it was a joke. No, that was two weeks ago. Um, So we are very like, we make sure we say, tell our kids we love them, we give them lots of hugs. Like when, as soon as I come home from school, I usually, if I'm here, I'll give them a hug, or when I come home, 
I make a point to go and talk to all of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I do that so that way... And I don't hide how I feel from them. No, that's important. Yeah. So that way if they feel the same, they can... They, they feel they can talk about it, so... Because my dad was the exact same. Nothing was ever good enough for him. Like, it felt like until I found out that he would, I was all he talked about at the pub. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then when we started, like, finally, like, bridging that gap between us, we started communicating, started talking, and then he died. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't care what people say, like, that that's something that i got to hold on the rest of my life. I can't hold, like, I can't let go of that. Yeah. That regret. But then I've still got mum, who's just like so hard not to love. She's the most I lovable know. human being. I know. <laughs> she's the most lovable, but she's so like, um, like when I, you know, the, you know, that day that we came out, or you came out with the idea of this podcast and we went out for lunch. Yeah. That night when I nearly, you know, did the deed, so to speak. Yeah. Um, when I was talking, before you came around that lunchtime, yeah. I was talking to my mum and my brother in the living room and like mum's face. Yeah. Like she felt like a piece of shit parent, I could tell. Mm. And I'm like, this is not your... She's like, I should have known. I was like, nah. Yeah. Like, but, oh, she's the most lovable human being. Totally. Like, I'm just... I'm very, very... Like, she keeps, like, um, nagging me about our our dinner. Yeah, which we'll get to. Do you know what? As soon as I said dinner, my stomach rumbled. Oh, really? <laughs> Weird. What a fat ass. Nah, water for me. Um, but, yeah, Tracy, we've got to get Tracy on board. Like, yeah, I'd um, love to get Tracy, yeah. Um... Like, do you remember who are the people that um that that um said nice things to you? Like um if yeah like... yeah, um well Tyron messaged me because we talked about him on the podcast a bit. So he messaged me not long after the last one came out and said some real kind things, which I really appreciated. Um and sent me a few bits and pieces and all that. So I think we've sort of chatted a little bit. So Tyron, I, I like Tyron a lot, man, but he, like he's not one of person I've normally messaged. Do you know what I mean? So um. I've said I like to get him on sometime, like when we can. Yeah, um, he's a good dude. Like, we talk probably every sec- every day, not every second day. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I'm just not that sort of. I'm not that messenger. Um, I- I'm not on messenger with him a lot. I should be more because I-, I like him. Eh? Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, Tracy said some nice things. Um, Siobhan said some nice things. Um, I think James. I can't remember. Someone else. It might have been James. I can't remember, but yeah, someone else. Um, so it was really nice to have people being like, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, or it's really good, or I've listened, I've tuned in a bit. I, I always, every time I hear like um, people like uh, reference something from one of the episodes, I'm like, like just shock. I'm like, oh, you listened to it? Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, oh, okay. Like, like yeah, like uh, some of them, like, you know, all 10 eps. I'm yeah. like, I, I, mean, I haven't heard anyone say that yet. But <laughs> oh, yeah, no. All 10 eps, but like, that's, that's nice though. Yeah, man. So, like, because now we're, what, episode 11 now? Yeah. Because today I was, like, getting microphones. Because one, one, one common yeah. feedback I get is, um, sound quality's not the greatest. Yeah. I'm like, well, sorry. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could pay. You could pay for our stuff. We so, should be on Patreon. So, for those listening, we, we do record this on a Zoom. So, we have, I have a Zoom H2N, um, which is, is on the Is that what this thing's called? That's what this thing is called, a Zoom. It's called a Zoom. Yeah, it's H2N brand, uh, H2N model, so um, it picks up a lot of sound, but um, it's not, it's it's a good recorder, but it's not made for this specifically. It's very tiny. Yeah, so it's got four microphones built in. 
Really? The yeah. other thing is with the last few episodes, I've also tried changing the microphone settings. And so far, the best setting has been if I turn on all four microphones, which records in every direction. Mm. Um, I have to turn the gain up quite a bit and hold it, have it quite close to us. So, um, so hopefully this one sounds a little bit better. Um, I'm also looking at different editing software, which might help with the sound quality. So I'm using Audacity at the moment, which is a fairly well-known... Audacity. Yeah, re- recording um, program. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're working on it. The thing is, we don't make any money off this, and neither of us have any money, so... Um, yeah. If we could afford mics, we would totally mic it up. You know what I mean? Like, we would we would have quality sound, but we... we We'll get by until we can. Because the platform that we um, because we 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 record off a platform called Anchor, but all the money making opportunities haven't hit New Zealand yet. Yeah, that's right. The only way to make money, there's two ways to make money, on this, mm. and that's uh, one to have like subscribers, which we don't want to do. Which we don't want to do. I don't no. want to limit people from getting it. Or like Patreon, yeah. which like people can like uh, it's like a give a little kind of like a donation kind of thing. Yeah, you pay pay per month sort of thing. But um, but the other stuff is like ads and stuff that hasn't hit New Zealand yet. Yeah. Um, that is on other platforms, but like, man, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. That's, that's like at the end of the day, the whole point of this podcast was to, well, originally it was so I don't kill myself. Yeah. And I was be because then you were like, I know you well enough to know that you have a big enough heart where, if you're accountable to me. Like, you're accountable to me. Yeah. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Mm. You're so right. But now, there's so many more people. Like, where it's like, um, you know, you just throw a bit of guilt at me. It's just like, if you do something stupid to yourself, what about all these people that are yeah. listening every week? What's going to happen to them? I'm like, why did, I didn't ask for this responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, so we're accountable for others. But oh, I, To others, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, it's necessary. Like, uh of the amount that I've learned in the last few months and it's amazing because I've had debilitating depression my, for, it feels like my whole life but I look at it like everything's different now because I look I have I've, I think in the, one of the first episodes you, you, you said you literally said to me like maybe you just need to ask different questions and yeah that, yeah and that sat with me like because what's the definition of insanity like yeah um, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting something different, and like, look what happened. As soon as I reached out, which I've never done before, yeah, everything, my whole world's changed. Got a different result. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and now, um, because there's like, uh, I'm. I was talking to her today. I've got a friend of mine who <clears throat> she works <clears throat> she, as, as a social worker. Like, she's at Te Aroha Noa down Brentwood, oh, yeah. and there's a men's um mental health group that gets together every week and their numbers are quite high yeah and um they've asked that they're looking at either um get a couple of them to come on the show or ask if we want to do a live stream for one of their um meetings or if, and <clears throat> and ask if we could be like guest speakers at one of their meetings every oh that'd every be cool week. and i was all for it so i'm waiting yeah. for confirmation on that and happy to do any of those things or all of them even. all of those things like yeah um, and i keep getting told that you know, I remember hearing early on, like, don't forget how far your reach is. Yeah. I mean, you look at the analytics every week from our, from our podcast. There's, like, people, like, in Kazakhstan and Russia. Yeah. I'm like, um, United Arab Emirates. I don't know how they came across. But these are, pe- like, you know, let alone, like, all over, like, uh, all over New Zealand as well. Like, I'm just yeah. thinking, oh, yeah. 
I mean, man, that's um. So these are people that are listening right now that are sort of like, you know, somehow somehow you and I are really helping them. I hope so. I I really do. Like honestly, that's that's the idea. I think we could be doing more. We could be doing more, but we're still. But we we got to, yeah. Like my one my one of my visions, I'd love like uh, say later in the year to do like a one hour show at the Globe. Like um, so it'll be it'll be called like um before you jump live. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be really really cool. But um, my thing would be like um, um, Morgan, uh, Tommy and Justin and Nathan do ten minutes each. Oh yeah. And then we come out. And do you know, ten minutes each. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I have no. That's as far as a. That's as far as I've gotten. Yeah. But that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. You know, like, uh, people that are, that listen to us every week, that um, they would, you know, before we even try and, like, um, advertise it, people already come along. Yeah. And then they see, the people that have never seen us before, and they, they go like, oh, no wonder they don't do a vlog. Like, <laughs> this is audio, like... Uh, yeah, no wonder this isn't on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. And one of them's been uh, married for over a decade, and the other one's single. And, uh, yeah, no wonder they're so happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. I, I think I have, I, have, I, I have issues, man, like, um, oh, well, among many other issues. Like, when <laughs> I, when I, um, I don't know how people go from one relationship to, to another. Like, I've only had two my entire life. Baby yeah. mum was 12 years. Yeah. And um, my ex-girlfriend, who I we broke up the month of the first lockdown in 2020. Yeah. And that was two years. And that one in particular, that's the first time I've been in love and had my heart broken. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, never again. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, that's the most painful shit I've ever been through. I'm just like, never again. But the problem is now, in between that and, like, me trying to, like, you know, get back on my feet again in life, anytime I get close to, like, a female, mm. like, over the last maybe year... Where it's like I just start, I just run away. I'm like yeah. ah, and I run yeah. away, like Pee Wee Herman styles, <laughs> like with the fucking hands up. Yeah, yeah, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, Kermit the Frog here. Yeah. Catching feelings is no no. <laughs> like I just run away. Like I um, I've put it down to like um, because I I do a lot of writing. Like I try and especially pad the pen. It's yeah. just it's something about it. Like um, I think it's it's so more so much more personal than personable is it personable personable then then writing on a laptop and i find like it's simply because like i i need to learn to, to love myself man yeah how are you meant to expect anyone to love yourself if you don't love yourself yeah it's more like if you don't respect yourself how are you meant to anyone to respect you you know a primary teacher in school taught me that really yeah west yeah. end yeah do you remember the teacher miss k um was it uh that moldy she Moldy? No. Oh, that was Mr. Pony. She was Yes. There, she was there forever. Man. She was there forever. Like she because the reason why I remember that name is Tyron mentioned that the other day. That was her, her his teacher. And next thing you know, he was having parent teacher interviews with her about his kid. And really? Like, yeah. She's been there that long. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Who was our teacher? Miss Harwood. Chris Harwood, yeah. Because my first, I remember, so my first, um, so yeah, yeah, so we move across town, we move into Derry, mm. and then I start across the road at West End, because right across the road is West End School, mm. and then the very first day, um, 
you know, like this is the the new kid, and everything. Like, oh, and then you guys have just come back from camp. Yeah, man. And you guys, I remember? And you and a couple others, like you, um, did a a, a parody, a, a a song, like to Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. I'm, I don't know why. About I'm being homesick. About being homesick. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember one line, like Mr. Bombastic just melt plastic. I want to go home, mm. home. I don't melt, remember any of it. I don't know why I remember that to melt plastic. I was like, oh. That was not bad, actually. Bad. <laughs> Why would we want to melt plastic? I don't know. Maybe because it's because it's Brian Bastic. Maybe we were smoking plastic crack pipes at the time or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time used crack pipes. Gotta start them young, man. Like, I can't believe like um, a lot of people that didn't know I lived in a dairy that I've known for so many years are like, bro, listen to your potty the other day, bro. I'm like potty. I like that. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Bro, did you live on a fucking dairy, G? I'm like, yeah, West End Dairy. Mm. Straight up, bro. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I lived in a dairy. Far, what did you leave yeah. that gig for? Oh, you know, because my parents were working 14 hours a day, seven days a week with no <laughs> yeah. days off, and after a while, it, it takes a strain on family yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, do you know, speaking of Blast from the Past, I, um, me and Jen were talking last night, and she discovered this website and I don't know how, but she discovered this website where you could look up people and their, like, cause of death and shit. Jesus. Okay. So she's like, oh, let's look up. And so she ended up going, do you know the house you used to live in? Oh, God, that person. I thought we were talking about celebrities. No. She goes, you know the house you used to live in? Not Your grandmother wasn't the only person who died in that house? And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, there's, like, two cases and outside someone was shot. And I'm like, holy shit. The house is still there, too. Oh. Yeah, so if you go on Coventry... Oh, this was on Coventry? Oh, yeah, we live in... Oh, Maine. then I'm not surprised at all, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if you're going down Botanical, for those in Palmy, if you're going down Botanical and you turn onto Coventry, the first two-story house on, on your left. left, that's where we lived. Is that right? Those, um, those, those flats? Um... The big council ones. Wait, are you talking about those flats that are just there or just past that? No, no, the, literally the first house on the left. So you're not talking about those um, that, that gated, like... No, know. no, no, that's Brentwood. It's one back on Coventry. So you know how they have, like... There used to be houses right up in the corner, but then now there's just field there. Yeah. So if you go down Coventry, the first house on your left... So you are talking about that. I know the dude who stays there now. He's stayed there for... Really? He's lived there since... We worked together at Combined Insurance. Two thousand wow. and. Uh, two thousand and eight. Oh, okay. So he's lived there since. Yeah. Yeah. It? Yeah. So that, not... that those there's two houses, right? Mm. Um, we rented both of them Buzzy. from the state. They were both state houses, and we got both of them. So in one house was my grandmother, my grandfather, and my auntie, mm. and the other one was my mum, my sister, and I. Man, imagine. And what... sometimes my uncle. The rent must have been cheap back then. I don't know. I didn't pay. Yeah. I mean, it's fully subsidized. It was subsidized and shit. So, I know the dude that works. I uh, lives there now. Actually, quite close. He's a good dude. Oh yeah, he's lived there for a long time. Let my let him know my grandmother died in one of them. Wow. Do you know what room? Yeah, the lounge. <laughs> oh man. So on the day she died, they brought her home <laughs> from hospital. Um, and we had her for like an hour, and then she died. Jesus. Like the ambulance hadn't left. Wow. Yeah. Well, unless she was efficient with her death. Well, 
Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I never thought of it that way. She's like, I'm not getting paid by the hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, I was thinking it's like spooky. Do you remember that sh- that that game that board game called Nightmare, where you no? put the, so you put the video cassette in. Oh, and you're playing, and it was just okay, random. Yeah. And the guy was like, "Stop!" And it was like it was you meant to play it in the dark, and yeah, it was spooky shit. Yeah, that was one of a um, nightmare. I think it's called nightmare. Yeah, I, 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 give it a goog. Yeah, I'm just having a look. Um, oh, it's, it would be a video game. It would be a video tape game. <laughs> yeah, it was a video tape board game called. I'm sure it was called Nightmare. I remember the remember the tales from the crypt. Tales from the crypt. No. Um, you know, and they had the Crypt Keeper and he was... Oh, you're talking about like a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. Remember they, they put one of those... Yeah, they put one of those games out where it was him, the Crypt Keeper, the puppety Crypt Keeper, yeah. and it was a board game and you played the tape. Yeah, I think it was called Nightmare. It was the... Yeah, oh, like... I don't get down, like, um with uh, horror movies at all. I hate horror movies. I'm a little bitch when it comes to horror movies. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that noise. Yeah. No way. Nah, not my thing. Not you. Not your jam. Nah, nah. I, I liked horror movies back in the day where they were quite comical, like Scream or like I Know You Did Last Summer. Any excuse to watch Jennifer Love Hewitt on my TV is... Oh, she was... Ah, oh, nah, not my cup of tea, thank you. Really? Jennifer Love Hewitt? Ah, keep her. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to share? I'm like, no. Like, really? You don't no. like Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. Did, did um did her reputation take a bit of a battering when she appeared in the Smash Mouth music video? Were you just like, oh, she's dead to me now? I don't know. If she was in it. I've never watched a Smash Mouth video. Yeah, I watched it because she was in it. I would rather smash me. my mouth than just <laughs> Smash Mouth. I rather yeah yeah. I rather put my. I rather teeth. bite the curb. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. And stomp on the back of my head. I was about to say the same. I was rather bite the curb, but then does he not want to? Hello. Going <laughs> around the stomp on it. Ed Norton was a beast in that movie. Yeah, I want to watch it again. He um he was married to Sam Hayek for years. Was he? Mm. I like him even more now. Punching aim. Oh man, oh, he's a good looking dude. Well, he was he wasn't that, but then if you look at him in a few other movies, it's like oh. He was good in Red Dragon. Red Dragon, wow. The yeah, and Death to Smoochie with Robin Williams. Have you ever seen that? No. Fuck with Robin Williams. Yeah, you gotta say so you call yourself a Robin Williams fan. I am, um, <laughs> but I'm not one of those. I know everything he's done. Like uh. I don't know. Yeah, Death to Smoochie, Edward Norton and Robin Williams. And they're both um, child television entertainers. Okay. And, um, yeah, one of them's the new hit wonder sort of thing, and Robin Williams is the old outgoing. Oh, he's on his way out. So yeah, but he wants to, like, he doesn't want to. It's is very it, funny. He's hanging on to his, like, glory days. Yeah. Is he Rick flaring? He's hanging all right. <laughs> he's hanging all right. He's sagging. Um... Anyway, sorry, where would we go with Edward Norton? I don't know. I, I, oh, he Smash was Mouth. S- Jennifer Samuel Love Hayek. Hewitt. Yeah. No, Jennifer Love Hewitt, no, not my Really? Not my gen. No. Okay. No, too skinny for me. Too skinny? Yeah. Well, too yeah. skinny until she, like, until a, she gets about the ribcage up, and then she's quite voluptuous. I don't want to make love to her ribcage, Kels. No, I'm too above her. I was just trying to, like, <laughs> a nicer way of saying boobs. Ribs do nothing for me. <laughs> Ribs do nothing for me. Like, uh, unless it's ears, because then someone we know loves ears. Uh, can we not? Because I, I hate, I fucking, anyway. <laughs> someone we know loves um, foreplay with ears. So the woman's ears and his penis 
Again, we we don't. Understand. I wouldn't even call it full play. I'll just call it like hearing rape. Come on, <laughs> you fuck me in the ears. Come on, you fuck your ears. Oh man, he's a good Nev Campbell. I liked better. Nev Campbell, Wild Things, mm. Denise Richards, and yeah. um, and who's the dude from There's Something About Mary with the whack ass teeth? Ben Stiller. Nah, nah. The other guy with the pencil. Mustache. Oh, something Dylan, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Quite Christian Slatterish, very like nineties, mm. late early two thousands. Quite irrelevant, really. And I didn't realize it was the first time I saw that movie. That you know, you know, in something about Mary, there's a the guy, the cripple guy. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, like one of the greatest comedians. One of the of greatest all time. comedians ever. <laughs> he's like, he's very animated. Oh man. Oh, he goes a mile a minute. He just sweats like crazy on stage. But he is, what's his name though? I can't remember his Lee name. Evans. Lee Evans. Yeah, if you if you're listening to this and you've never seen Lee Evans, he is. Yeah, gold. tune in, tune in because he is he is properly. He the, is gold. The dude Matt Dillon was the other guy. Matt Dillon. The dude would um like wear a suit onto stage, and just mm. sweat through it. Like by the end of it, the suit was dripping, with mm. sweat. Yeah, that's right. Lee Evans. He's he's good. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Very funny. Oh, there's something about Mary Wild things. What else was there? Like um, striptease? You haven't seen that? We were talking about that last week. Um, the, no. that, the chick from Saved by the Bell. Was the lead. No, yeah, there was striptease and then there was another one. Oh, no. No, striptease is was the, the one with Demi, Demi Moore. Moore. Yeah, and that was not not, not very good. All I know is um, that, that scene, I you know, remember on VCRs when you jog? Mm. There's a lot yeah. of jogging going on. That was the most jogging I ever did in my life. <laughs> I believe it's called jogging. Or it could be jogging. It could, it could be, be jogging. Could yeah. be a soft J. <laughs> Apparently, you just go running for a extended period of time. It's going to be wild. Um, what was the other one? Not strip. There was striptease, and then there was the other one. What was the other one? I don't know. Was the chick from Say by the Bell? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have to Google it now. This is really annoying me. Yeah, but the only way I can do it is looking up Say by the Bell. Cause I'm say, and there was that. Um, yeah, and that the the black chick that was in Saved by the Bell, she was in a, one of my all time favorite movies, How High. Um, How High is. Yep. Oh. Tiffany Thiessen was in it. Tiffany Thiessen. <sighs> yeah. And um, what is it? Screech is dead, right? Showgirls was the other one. Showgirls. Yeah, that, that was a, the better movie. I thought. There's a lot of jogging or yogging in that too. Yeah, the VCR did a lot of pauses. Yeah, I think that did the rounds from our class. Like people were borrowing it. Yeah, that was a good film. It was, yeah, good dialogue. It probably good. had a story to it. It probably did. It probably <laughs> did. Probably... I'm sure. It had a story arc and a character growth and and all that. So I'm sure the acting was superb. I don't know. Speaking of um, doing the rounds in our classroom, so like oh, yeah. when we um, when we moved out of the dairy, we, oh, yeah, we yeah. moved out of the dairy, I was form two. So it was late intermediate. Mm-hmm. And um, we were... Uh, that was when we were dirt poor, man. Man, we were so dirt poor. We were in this like um, rental down Royal Henny Street. Yeah. And I was in the garage, and I came. Like, there was heaps of boxes. Like, um, I guess when we moved, like you know, there's a lot of shit in different boxes. And yeah. I came across a big box of porn. Oh yeah. Now I don't want to point the blame at anyone, Dad, but it was probably my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like so, like. I was like, holy, it was the holy grail, man, because um, yeah. there was quite a big box, and there would have been a good handy in there. Yeah. All, to- all, all sorts of, um, you know, different assortments of... of it might have been your uncles. 
No, no, no. He, he might be like, he oh, oh um, uh, can you? It's all right if I lift my, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just a uh, box of lava lovers. Uh, <laughs> nothing in it. Don't look. Yeah, it's a uh, woman's uh, muscle magazines. Yeah, showing the inside muscles. Like, come on, mate. like so. Like it was. Um, I I I ended up like taking like quite a few of them, and I would sell them at boys like this at boys. I would sell them. I remember five bucks a magazine. Wow, you must have made a bit of money. Yeah, I did. I did make quite a um, sweet bit of cash because I also had two paper runs. Oh, yeah? And I also, um, I feel bad for this, but like, because um, moving out of the, the shop, we had heaps of um, like, like foreign Murray, foreign Murray, foreign money. <laughs> I got a Brazilian Murray. Yeah, got a it. German Murray. <laughs> you want a Murray, you come on down to yeah. bloody West End area. I got a pocket full of mothers. <laughs> I, um, it was, uh, it was the Australian coins where oh, like okay. the $2 coin was the size of our $1 coin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would like, and we had like, we just had bags and bags of them. So I'd go to like the Terracy and Fish and Chip shop. I'd go to like wherever and I'd like give like, you know, say pay in coins, those Aussie yeah. coins. And I, so I'd give it to, to people that were behind the counter, but they were the queen's head like oh, facing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I go away. Like the boys hire tuck shop. Mm. Oh, they went out, out of pocket for a lot of things. Because <laughs> yeah. I was paying for, hey man, like... So I had like that. I had that like, of the Aussie coin hustle. Yeah. I had the 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 porno hustle. Yeah. And I also had two paper runs. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, life was um. You were doing good. Life was not too bad. Not at home. That wasn't good. We uh, yeah. we were struggling big time. But then we won the Heart Foundation raffle. Really? Yeah. Did you win one? Yeah. I've never met anyone who's ever won one. We won a, a house, a car, and a holiday. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it went to the right people. Like, cause we were broke as fuck. Yeah, we won the... So I came home from school. When was... Yeah, I came home from school and Dad met me at the front door. He's like, oh, we need to have a word. And that never happens. He's all, you know, we sat down at the, 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 the dinner table and he goes, it's about your Nana. And I just nearly just burst into tears like, Nana's dead? Because I, you know, whilst we... He's like, no, your Nana's not dead, son. Because he had this big chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big David Longy chin. Big David Longy chin. <laughs> and, like, just picture a six foot two D- uh, Danny DeVito. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching some Danny DeVito today. I can't picture that. Yeah, like, and then uh, he's like, no, no. But, like, she, she won um, she won a raffle. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, can this wait? I've got, like, 100 evening standards to fold. Yeah, and are you thinking at this point, like, a, a box raffle? Like a, of course. Like, like a, a fucking, meat raffle or a no, box th- of... Box of crackers and Ferrero shares and shit. Yeah, yeah shit jams yeah. like chutneys. Yeah, yeah. Chutneys. Stuff to go in the cupboard that no one's ever gonna eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff that you sort of give to charity. Yeah. You know. Yeah, this will be good on the next food run. Yeah. Yeah, like um, they just want like spaghetti and baked beans, and not um, you know, like uh, yeah, <laughs> some sort of shit chutney. Yeah, but like, I was like, you know, can't this wait? Because then I I got a Nintendo to play. Yeah, you know yeah. And like my dad's like, no, sit down, son. Yeah. I'm like, okay, and. He, it's a big, a bit of a big deal. The Heart Foundation raffle. Do you know what it is? I'm like, no. And it's like your nana like donates to it every year, but she won it. She just, we just found out today she won. I'm like, what did she win? Um, a brand new uh, Hyundai Accent car. I was like, say what now? Yeah. And a fully furnished home up in Pawanui in the Coromandel. It was a, it was a, it was a 
Yeah, yeah, they were always beautiful too. Yeah, with its own jetty and everything. Yeah. And this is coming from like we we were eating like fish fingers and baked beans on toast for like every night. We were do, yeah. we were really poor. Mum was lucky on lucky fuckers. No. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. How do we get amongst that? Like uh, I remember like um, mum was on thirteen dollars fifty an hour and she was working over a hundred hours every week as a cleaner. Yeah. And I had two paper runs because dad had his um. You know, because his heart was fucked, so he yeah. couldn't work anymore. So yeah. and we were, and after the dairy, we had just debt collectors like just chomping at us, like yeah. So like we won. Um, so dad flew up to <laughs> my brother, brother was on the corner every night. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, <laughs> just like just getting nothing. What you what you after, man? You want man, some rocks? <laughs> man, what you get? What you need, dog? I got Nintendos, I got Seegers, and like <laughs> I got Pono Max for my brother. Yeah, five dollars, man, five dollars. <laughs> Pages are stuck together though, my yeah. bad. There's no centerfold. What's this Australian coin? Get out of here, motherfucker. <laughs> what do you think they have? Boys like a tuck shop? My bad, my bad. <laughs> oh man. But like um so my dad flew up to the Coromandel, like the house went on auction. It was one of those um is it Woodlock homes? What are those? Yeah, 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 Woodlock, yeah. And it was a fully furnished house. Yeah. Sold that. Sold the car because up until then we've never we'd never had a car. We were the, the sort of family that you either bike or walk or bus. We, yeah. You know. Which you can do in Palmy, but like... Yeah, 100%. And like it's not so bad when you own a dairy and you, your shopping is at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was... um, Yeah, so then we didn't actually know. We didn't win the holiday. We won the, the car and the, the house. And then by selling the house, we paid off all our debt from the dairy and we managed to buy us a, a house in Parkland, Freehold. But then because we'd like... It's just sort of um encouraged my mum to be like, oh, maybe I should start learning how to drive. So... um. You know, so we got like a small like a uh, Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Mum learned how to drive, and my parents knew like you know this is the only chance that we're gonna have like to go on an overseas holiday, so they used the rest of the money. We spent we we flew over to L.A. for a week. Yeah. And to London for a week. Cool. But we, we flew over to like via L.A. to London first. Yeah. For a week, and so this was at the start of the year two thousand, no, like two thousand and. How was it? I was four. It was a month before my fifteenth birthday. So yeah, so it was January two thousand and one. We flew over. So like um, that story about um, how I lost my virginity at Disneyland. I've never heard that story. Oh, I lost my virginity at Disneyland. Okay, we're gonna put a pin in that. And come back to it next week, eh? Fair enough. Yeah, because I feel that's a standalone episode. <laughs> lost my okay. I yes. just I now I cannot stop think, actually stop thinking about you fucking goofy. And he's wow. just like, <laughs> oh, gosh, Mickey, you're well endowed for a 14-year-old. No. <laughs> like, it was, um... And you're just like, 17, bitch. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a month before my 14th birthday, so we, um... But it went to the right family, and I remember um, one awesome moment was we were standing in front of Big Ben in yeah. London. Not so much my brother, because he was, you know, he was really, he was really young. Like, yeah. how old was he? He was four, just before his fifth birthday. yeah. I think. He was born in 92. Well, my math is way off. He was oh, eight. So probably seven or eight, yeah. He was eight years old. So he was, you know. But I remember my mum, my dad, and myself, we sort of made eye contact with it and we started laughing because we were like, like a few weeks ago, we were like counting like coins and how much money like we had to like maybe get a scoop of chips and like um, some bread so we can have that for dinner. Yeah. You know, like really just struggling, and now we're standing in front of the big fucking bin. Yeah, <laughs> we just like cracked up laughing. Like, how the fuck did we get here? So yeah, we won the Heart Foundation raffle back nice. in the year two thousand. Do you know my dad bought that for years? Like years, he bought that Heart Foundation. Never won a damn thing. 
Because when you hear raffle, you think like, oh, a gift basket. Yeah. Mm. No, he bought it because it was like, as you said, I mean, the, the houses changed all the time, but like Pawanui, it was like Bay of Ireland, Taupo. Yeah. And, sort of thing. and I remember talking about it, I was like, why would we want a house in Taupo? He's like, no, he's like, you do exactly what you did. You know, no, you sell the house. Mm. You you pay off your mortgage and whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I remember like second prize was like a Sea Ray boat. A boat? Like a boat, yeah. Jesus. And I was always like, that's the one I want to win. The boat. Yeah. Never mind the house. But Dylan, the house is worth... And I was like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but boat. <laughs> you had me at boat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I love going on boats. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I just love boats because like uh, it was outside New World. Um, you know, like people outside, like yeah, 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 donate and like she she won, but that saved our lives, man. Wow, good on you, man. That saved our like because we were like because I remember Mum was like yeah like a hundred plus hours a week as a cleaner, and I had those two paper runs. Yeah, and we had this rental, and there was no. We were just treading water. We were like yeah. so fucked, and that was around the time where Dad. His depression was really bad. Yeah. So that was my first taste of what depression was because we were on like suicide watch. Yeah. Um, and I used to hear Dad crying in the bathroom like, oh, "Why can't you take me, Lord?" Blah blah. blah. And I used yeah. to be as a fourteen-year-old kid. I'm like, "What the fuck are you sad about? Yeah. You got two handsome as fuck boys here. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got a wife who can cook anything and everything. Yeah. You know, fucking sack up, mate. Yeah. And then now I'm realizing, oh, yeah. I realise now he was yeah. uh, so that went to Wish the I right. Told him to sack up. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I should have knock, knock, knock. Uh, how long are you gonna be? Because I need a shit. <laughs> like, sorry, son. No, it was. Um, it went to the right family. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not knocking your family for winning. I'm just like amazing. I always wanted that boat. <laughs> I still want it. A boat, but yeah, like yeah, our house had a jetty as well. Just in case you won second prize as well as first was, prize. Was there no was there no conversation of like maybe we should just move to Pawanui? Uh, yeah, that would have been. I mean, I don't really um, control any of the decision. I got told what to do back then. But yeah, that would have been that would have been cool. But then we'll. Be, I wonder if your mum and dad had that conversation. We would have been a very broke family in a flash house with a car that where no one can drive. Yeah, but you still could have you still could have sold the car and like and. We was what about know. all our debt from the dairy? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but look at your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but this. Like, five debt collectors rang today, but we've got a Woodlock home. Is it Woodlock? Yeah, I think it's Woodlock. I don't know. Um, but yeah, man. So, um, oh, well, bless Nan stopping at the supermarket. For, you know, I, you got to wonder if there was that split decision of like, oh, no, oh. Yeah, I remember and it was 20 bucks a like, ticket. It was 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't cheap. Mm. They weren't cheap. But the prices were good. But, like, you got to wonder if there was that split decision of, like, oh, no. No, I, I, $20 will go a long way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, oh, no, I can afford it. Oh, that's yeah. Good, that's good karma. Even, like a, yeah. even though we're a broke family. Like oh, Heart Foundation, that's a good cause. And Yeah, like, um, because, you know, my nan over, like, my son had a quadruple bypass. So I feel like, I think she felt like... Give back. Of, yeah, give back. Like, yeah. Um, but, um, so we're, what, so we're going to do a whole episode around, like... Um, oh, not a whole episode, because it's probably only three minutes long. But like... Three minutes? <laughs> three minutes of being generous, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to him like, hi, I'm Cows. <laughs> How much? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, um, oh, my God, like, 
yeah, losing your virginity at Disneyland. Yeah. People would like look at me like, whatever, mate. I'm like, nah, I really did. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Disneyland. It was Disneyland Resort. Oh, okay. In but the jacuzzi. That's still. Well, I was looking up at part the big, of um, the big roller coaster, with the Mickey Mouse. Mm. Please tell me you yelled Minnie's name when you spooged. Spooge. First of all, spooged. Well, my daughter Did just walked in. Ah, spooged. Hello. <laughs> Go inside. Immediately went like G-rated, like yeah. vocab. I'm like, you, you say spooged? And you're like, please tell me you bricked on Maggie's face. <laughs> bricked. <laughs> no, rub it in. Oh, no, it was um, it was a you know, it was a, it was a quick time. It was it was fast. You're only getting paid by the minute. Minute, like well. <laughs> If you get paid by the minute, then I didn't get paid. To... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get paid at all. Um, so, um, I I wrote something to my wife this week. You wrote something to your wife? Yeah. It's very short and sweet. Hand wrote it? No, I, I messaged it to her. Yeah. Because we're in different rooms. She asked me a question. So I'll read you the... Um, I'll read it to you. Spurged. I can't get that... Um... I've never heard spooged. You've never heard spooged? Never heard spooged. What about bricked? Yeah, but bricked is a different... Where I come from, it means something different. It's a poker term. Oh, okay. What's a poker term? Like, if you bricked, that means, like... Um, let's say you wanted, like, a club to make a flush. Yeah. And then, like, the turn was a heart and the river was a diamond. So, like, you bricked both yeah. streets. Yeah. Yeah, you bricked. No, we, we're audio. There's no video. Now you're in the recording. Yeah. So now, now people all over the world are like, what's that female voice right now? So off you go. Skin knees. No. Spurged. Like Spurge McDuck. Spurge McDuck. DuckTales. That was my adult film name. That was your adult, what was? Spurged McDuck. It is now? or It was. Um. Spurge <laughs> McDuck. Yeah, but like, replace the D with an F. I can't say it because your daughter's right there. Spooch. No, it was still McDuck. I honoured the show. <laughs> I was a big fan. I love DuckTales. I still watch it. <sighs> Maybe. If you go now, I will think about it. If you leave now, I will think about it. No, go. Um, I still watch DuckTales. You know what? He dove from a great height into like a whole solid, chamber of coins. Solid, yeah, solid coins. There was no give. Yeah. I like DuckTales, except for, and I realise how early in the series this happened. Remember when they went back in time and they brought back that annoying caveman duck? Who was a kid? And he had a really annoying voice. Oh, and he had a, a little baby triceratops that he rode around in. I love triceratops. That, I hated that bit. Hated it. I liked it later when... You had, um, what was the robot? Yeah. The guy turned into the robot. the robot. That was boss, man. And there was that older, um, um, guy had the glasses. And he was Oh, and he, the inventor? Yeah, was that the inventor? Yeah. He was cool. So I wrote this thing to, now my daughter's gone, I wrote this thing to my wife. She said, firstly, I was talking about this guy at work who's annoying me. Right? Yeah. He really annoys me. He never stops talking. And... Every time I want to go to the staff room to get a drink or have lunch or whatever, he's in there and he talks non-stop to anyone who will listen. 
And if there's no one in there, he goes looking for people to talk to. Oh. And he doesn't talk about anything. And he's got to be in charge of the conversation. And I hate that. Yeah. Does he have to have the last punchline? He has to be the loudest. Yeah. Sounds like a fuckwit. He is a fuckwit. So I'm like, he's annoying me, blah, blah, blah. So at 2.30, she goes, what time would you like to be picked up from work Mm. this afternoon? This is the message I emailed her, I messaged her back. I said, I often, <laughs> so she said, what time? I said, I often find when I'm around most people, I struggle, because this has come on the back of Lindsay non-stop talking. Lindsay? Oh, fuck, I said his name. I have to edit this now. Um, no, nah, fuck him. Fucking um, Lindsay. This comes on the back of this dick, non-stop talking. Oh, to the point where on this day, he, there was no one in the staff room to talk to. So he came to my desk, and I'm working, like, I've been real busy. Yeah. And he's like, you can relate to this funny story about my children. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm thinking about how, what's on my desk I can stab him with. Do you know what I mean? And then I'd be like, hey, Lindsay, you can relate to this, because you're bleeding. <laughs> Wipe yourself up. Yeah, you're bleeding. You're bleeding. Um, what's wrong, Lindsay? You got your face period, or did I stab you some? <laughs> um, so I said, I often find when I'm around most people, I struggle. It's like I feel you have to perform or be on, and it's hard. It's like lifting a rock up a hill. You have all this weight on you from the rock, and you're exa- exhausted from the climb. And when you get to the top, the rock won't ma- make the mountain any taller. It's a worthless endeavor. Oh, very nice. Then I said, however, but when I'm with you, it's different. It's easy. It's like breathing. It keeps me alive and my heart pumping. Also, 4.30, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nice. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. See, the fire still burns. Oh, it burns strong. It burns strong. I wish my kid wasn't in my bed every night so I could burn a little stronger, if you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I could do some bracking myself. Oh, my God. Uh, was it um, Spooge? Was it what did you say? Spooge. Spooge McDuck makes S- a return. Spooge McDuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a triumphant return. A triumphant return to Coitusville. Yeah. So, you know, I just thought I'd share that. I liked that. That was beautiful. About the mountain doesn't get any taller. Mm. I guess you yeah. got to pick... Whether the mountain is worth climbing. Yeah. Because we kind of had this discussion not long ago about, you know, the old saying, it's not the mountain, it's the climb. Mm. And I'm like, no, it's still the mountain. It's still the mountain. Because the climb is part of the mountain. Mm. You, it's one in the same. It's the whole package. Did you ever back at, like, uh, school days, do that school camp where they take you either on the Tongariro crossing? No. It's like an eight-hour trek. No, no, I never did that because I was too fat. Oh, form, no. form one. <laughs> No, see, I was in a different school by then. Oh, you're up. Oh, you're in Auckland by then. I was in Auckland, yeah. Mm. So form one camp, I think. Oh, I know what happened at form one camp. Form one camp, we camped at the school. <laughs> cool. And I got a concussion. How'd you get a concussion? Uh, well, uh, we had to do this team building exercise, where they got a, two trees and they strung a big thick rope across them. Oh, that was maybe. I would say maybe six foot high, probably not even that, because we're an intermediate, so probably less than that, maybe five, five or something. But anyway, the, we had this plank, and everyone had to get over the rope, right, only using this plank of wood, and you had to devise a way. So we devise that if we, if we all hold the plank, 
people could go over, run up it, and jump over. And the two biggest kids would be left till the end. And when it got to the end, um, the rest of the class would have to hold it so the two biggest kids could get it over. Yeah. Well, I was last. And your cousin and I had a friend named Alex. I can't remember his last name. But he, was a, not, he wasn't fat, but he was very tall for his age. Like, tall, tall. And um, so me and Alex were holding the board at the end. We pretty much held it the whole time, to be honest, so everyone could get over. Alex went and I held it for him. Then I had to go. And as I went up, they didn't drop it or anything. Um, but as I went up, I jumped and my foot caught the rope. Mm. And I, I flipped and, and landed head first. <laughs> on the ground. Thanks for laughing. <laughs> that was um, such a knee-jerk, like, immediately, like, bah! Yeah. <laughs> um, people falling, it's funny. Yeah. So I, I, I fell and I... I I kind of like were and I opened my eyes and everything was like whoosh, 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 like moving and everyone's like are you alright and I'm like no and so they called my dad and I, I went home I didn't have to camp oh you're lucky son of a but I had to go back the next day oh yeah basically the school sent me home I later found out talking to the the, the teacher our teacher we had a cool teacher at the time I found out later they're like yeah well I was like oh I, I felt fine after a while I don't know why I had to go home and the, the teacher was like we don't want to be responsible if you ended up dying. <laughs> so anyway, if you died at home, we could sort of be like, well... Uh, I know. like how open and honest they were back then to us. He was a good teacher. And then second form camp, we went away. I can't remember where we went. But I remember on the second form one, we went and um, they had the high wire obstacle course. Oh, yep. And because of the fall, I refused to do it. I was like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, fair enough. And they were like, they're like but this is part of the leadership camp. And I'm like... Then I'm a follower now. I was like, I'll direct people where to go as a leader, but I ain't getting up there because last time I tried to do anything with a rope, I got concussed. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> there was that. I did a flip and, I, and then I just started laughing. Yeah. I remember we had, because camps were like, have you seen the camps that they go on these days? Man, they are yeah. going overseas and shit now. Well, not now, but yeah, they were. Well, they were, yeah, like um, yeah, they're going like Sophie was talking about high school kids. Yeah, high school. Sophie was saying because she does Japanese. Yeah, they've was... already said, oh, if it wasn't for COVID, we would be going to Japan this year. And I'm yeah. like, thank God you're not, because I ain't got like three grand. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like um, for high school camp, like there was like fifteen choices at boys high, and you rank your top five, and there was like a ballot. Yeah. And because of classic Kells's luck. I didn't get any of my five, <laughs> and, but it just so happened that like a like a small circle of my friends there today. Oh yeah. So our 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 camp was to bike from Boys High, to the um uh to Pahongata Valley, oof, bike there, sleep in camp, like cabins for a week, eating yeah. like you know baked beans and shit, and then You're bike, like we could have done this at home. Yeah, and then bike home. I'm broke at home. <laughs> But I didn't have to bike. We were, we were at West End, actually. Like, um, we were uh, camping at, like, um, he lived just off Park Road. Um, they connected Park Road to um, Dittmer Drive, like, along there. Who are you talking about? Uh, his name was, uh, oh, he was, this was the year, this was the year after you left. Oh, okay. So, like, um. So, some dude. Some dude. What was his name? Who cares? Anyway, we, um, went for a nighttime walk through the Esplanade. Yeah. And, um. Then we like were walking past this dude. This is nighttime, right? Yeah. And we walked past this dude, and he had this like gampy limp, 
and he just started moaning and he started like following us like trying to like run after us yeah and i remember the sheer terror on the mum's face that was taking us we had to run, we started like running yeah called the police and then the police came to our house and they got the guy he was the guy that was all over the the local news at the time oh yeah sexual predator oh yeah there was not a not a female in the bunch was this meant to be a camp yeah, this was uh this was like a overnight uh, stay Oh. Sort of thing. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm sure he was looking at me too. I was the only. Probably. There would have been these Jerry curls. You know, I get yep. it. My beautiful brown skin. I got lost on a camp once. Lost where though? Um, Ponga Valley. Wow, not a place to get lost, dude. No, like... big place. <laughs> so it was, um, I think it was third form camp. And. I was um, up. I was up. It might have been fourth. I can't remember. But um, Tash was there, your cousin. And. Um, so remember back in primary, you could volunteer to help the kids with special needs? Yeah, you can volunteer for that. You can volunteer for road patrol. You can volunteer for yep. your librarian and mediators. Those are the four. So I was a mediator. I did library as well, and I did the special needs kids because I wanted to give back to the community. Cause That's I'm actually nice. really nice of you. Um, and um, so when I was in high school, one of the kids I helped was in high school with us. His name was uh, Turkina. And um, so when I went to camp, he came with us. And I was quite, like, stoked about that because, like, this is a kid who was severely, severely Down syndrome. Um, but he he got to come to camp. So I was quite happy for him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of had a history with him a wee bit. And um, so we're, we're on the first day, this was the shittest camp I've ever been on. The first day, not because of Turkina. Um, Turkino. His name was Turkino. Um the first day we got there, it, it started raining before we even got there, right? Hmm. And the way third form camp went is one group went and came home and then another group went and came home. So I was in the second group. So when we got there, the tents were all set up, right? We just had to sort of move in. But when we got there, it was pissing down with rain. So they sent us to the tents to like chill for a while. And it literally did not stop raining the whole time, right? So... We, we were meant to cook sausages on a barbecue and the students were meant to cook their own food. It was meant to be served with coleslaw, bread and sauce. The bread, the coleslaw drowned because they put it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was just soup because <laughs> it coleslaw rained. Coleslaw soup. No, it just kept raining. So it just the bowl filled with water till it was coleslaw soup. The sausages, they ended up lighting the fire and we had to cook it, but it was raining so much, nothing cooks. We ate them raw. Um, they were pre-cooked, thankfully. And the bread got wet, so you couldn't even eat it. So we all kind of just went to bed hungry. The next day it stopped raining, but it was still really wet everywhere from all the rain. So they said, oh, we're going to go on a tramp. And um, the special needs teacher was like, oh, I need two people to help me with Turkino. And I said, I instantly said, oh, I will, because I know him from primary. So I said, oh, I'll help him. And um, this guy named Nick said, I'll help. Right. So we, we go on the walk. And we, we get so far, and like because we're having to Kino, he's a bit like he walks quite slow. Um, the group sort of gets away from us. Anyway, we get to this fence where you got to go over, you know, when you have a wire fence and they've got the steps up. Step, yeah. So we get to that, and like the teacher's like, oh, I don't know how we're going to get him over. I was like, Well, I'll go first. And then Nick, because he was a big dude, right? Mm. And the teacher wasn't very big. And I was like, Me and Nick will try and get him over. I was like, I'll go first and I'll stand on the step and Nick, you guide him, we'll hold his hand and we'll get him over. Well, he got he got up and then he freaked out and then he wouldn't move anymore. So we had to get him back down the side he was on. 
And in the end, the teacher said, look, I'm going to take him back to camp. You guys go catch up with the others. And we're like, sweet. So we start going, we, we walk along, and we can't find them. Like, we can't even see them. And so me and Nick are like, fuck, what are we, should we go back? And we're like, and we're like, no, we'll just keep going because we must. And we're looking for muddy footprints. Do you know what I mean? So we follow it for a while, and then we get to, like, this fork where there's footprints going both ways, and we didn't know which way they went, right? So we're like, fucking any, mini miny, mo, and we just took the one with the most footprints, thinking, well, if it was a group, they would have gone that way. Yeah. Well, apparently they didn't go that way. <laughs> and you just ended up in dense Pohongara Valley bush. Yeah, the, the trail eventually ran out. So eventually just petered, the trail petered into nothing. So we ended up backtracking for a while to see if it, there was another, we couldn't find anything. So like, fuck, what do we do? And then we just kind of found ourselves with no trail suddenly. Like, we suddenly weren't even on the trail anymore. And we're like, so we end up just walking through the bush for ages. And then finally, after like hours, like hours and hours, we ended up at the road. And we're like, oh, well, thank fuck. So we're like, well, which way is camp? So we're like, I'm like, I think it's this way. And Nick's like, yeah. So we started going that way and it was downhill. And we're walking down and this car's coming. We wave the car down and we're like, oh, look, we, we were camping at Totra Valley at the campgrounds there with the school, but we're yes, lost. Total reserve. Yeah. That's and we're like, we're lost. We don't know where to go. And he's like, oh, you're going the wrong way. It's up the hill. And we're like, oh, fuck. He's like, yeah, you got to go the other way. And we're like, how far is it? And he goes, oh, about 5Ks. And we're just like, we've already walked for hours. So we're exhausted. We haven't eaten. Like, we're starving. And we're leaving that day. Oh, my fuck. So we're like, we're starting to go like, if we don't get back in time, we're just going to leave. So anyway, we start, we, we say to the guy, oh, thanks. And we go. Was the guy not like, hey, I can maybe drop you there? No, no. Was he no, just he like, good luck? He, yeah. And he saw two young boys and was like, I don't want a piece of this. Right. He's like, I am getting the fuck out of here before someone blows me for some shit. He yeah. kind of looked like Michael Jackson. So he left and <laughs> so we start walking up the hill and we're <laughs> fucked. And then eventually this pickup, I never forgot, it was like an old ute comes and it was a husband and a wife and we waved them down and we're like, we're trying to get to touch you know, the camp. We lost, we, we lost our group, you know, the school. Is there any way you can give us a ride? And the wife was like, it was only a, like a two-seater cab. So she's like, you have to hop in the back. And so we just jumped on the back of the suit and he dropped off. He dropped us off. So we, we finally trudge into the camp and we're fucking, we're exhausted, right? We're absolutely fucking exhausted. It's maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. The bus is there and they're all getting ready to leave. And we finally, we go up to the teacher, our teacher at the time, and we're like, we made it. And he's like, Okay. <laughs> no one even knew. No one knew we were gone. <laughs> and we said to him, we've been missing for the last, like, several hours. He's like, I didn't know you were missing. I thought you were with Cherokee. I was like, no, he got sent back, and we tried to find you guys, and we got lost. And I was like, didn't you guys do a roll call? And they're like, yeah, but when we got to your name, someone must have said yes. Well. So we, we take it our friends, we're like, what, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, we didn't know where you were. We thought you guys were skiving off, so we covered for you. I'm like... <laughs> We were fucking missing. <laughs> then we're like, is there any lunch? Because they're like, no. And we're like, but no, there's meant to be lunch for every person. And they're like, oh, someone must have eaten it. And then they're like, well, we're going in two minutes. Have you packed your stuff? And we're like, no, we haven't fucking So now you're getting here. in trouble. Yeah, so now we're getting in shit because we haven't packed. <laughs> and they're like, well, you have to take your tent down. And like, 
oh, it fucked me off, eh? And I got on the bus and I was just livid. I was like, I haven't eaten. I've been walking for seven hours. And you got home and you had, what is it, tripe stew for dinner. You're like, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, no, my luck we did, so. I remember like Pohong in a valley, like, because you know how every year there was like inter-school, like cross countries and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, um, even I held my own, like I was always like a sprinter sort of thing back yeah. then. And um, I volunteered at Parkland to be, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, like to, because it was the juniors first. Yeah. And it's like boys, girls. And then it was the seniors, like yeah. girls yeah, yeah. and boys. So then our race was last. And like, um, it just so happened that we were behind... Um, at the back of our school was like a whole line of pine trees and I just happened to be like so it was right at the end right yeah and oh no, you were one of the pointers like go that yeah. way yeah oh, okay, okay so it was only like like maybe maybe 400 metres before you hit the, the school field and it's yeah. a lap around the field and there was one guy he I can't remember his, oh his name's Anthony I don't know why I remember he was like the like the national cross like long distance champion yeah. for his age growing up like um and like, because I was like, it's got to be like, we're, you know, time's running along here. Like, and next thing you know, like, um, because the girls had already gone. And then I sort of put two and two together. They've forgotten about me. Ah. Uh. But then, so Anthony comes running past. And he's like miles ahead of everyone else. So what did I do? Like, you just went. I just started running. Yeah. And like my mum, who would always come to every event. Yeah. She would come to every game rugby game cricket game athletics day so there like she's she's so like running into the field like my mum like lost through mine because like there's my son like i was second place yeah and i like because no one like um that was behind anthony they they were none the wiser yeah no one said anything and i came second yeah and next thing you know i'm at the inter-school cross country like <laughs> not prepared at all. I was just like, I'm a sprinter. Look at these legs. These yeah. muscly legs. These aren't these aren't long distance, you know, like and I ended up like but man, mum was so proud of me. Like I like like crossed the finish line second and like you know, and like you know, they it was like a cross country. Like yeah, yeah. you know, even this this New Zealand guy called Anthony, the skinny white dude, he was like out of breath and I barely like wasn't even yeah. I was sweating more now. Done, like four hundred meters. <laughs> yeah. And you're I was like, like, you're like, I'm gonna cool down with some jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go Come home. on, Anthony, get up. I'm gonna go home and watch some ducktails and some tripping down. Yeah. <laughs> and then like yeah. And then like mum came running across the track, she's like, Yeah, <laughs> gave me a big hug, like lift me up, like I got KFC for dinner that night. I remember wow. I um unless my mum listens to this, so she's actually started listening to the podcast now. Oh no. So you know, out of nowhere, if I get a, like a smack around the face <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go easy, Auntie. <laughs> it'll be like thirty years later. But, uh, oh, man, that'll be, that'll be a hiding with interest. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that'll be the belt, the jandal, and the spoon. Oh, no, it'll just be closed fist, but <laughs> all her rings on. Yeah, extra rings. She's going to your daughter, got any rings? Get one of auntie's walking sticks. Yeah. Just starts well. Kiana just starts, she gets like, I look up, I'm on the ground, mum's just smashing me, right? And I look up and Kiana's like starting to, I look like, what the fuck? She's like, sorry, I got caught up there, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's laying bets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. To my auntie. <laughs> oh man, like oh so, yeah. I was a bit of a hey. You do what you got to do. So yeah, I um I snaked my way into the inter school cross country. How did you do on that? Terrible. I didn't actually do too. Well, bad. okay, middle of the pack. 
yeah like middle of the pack sort of thing like you know and then i um and then i used you know fake like money to buy things and i was selling porn at um at high school yeah and then um oh life was good and then mm. and then i was an athlete I even had those, th- you know, those things on the side of your obliques, you know, like these abs and then those. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I had those. They call them cum gutters now. Cum gutters. <laughs> Is that oh, what they're uh, called? Cum gutters. That's what they're called, yeah. Cum, cum gutters. gutters. Yeah. Well, I had a sweet pair of cum gutters. Yeah. That's weird to say. So the other day I was watching, I was like, look at that broccoli, and all those cum gutters. Cum gutters. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and then, and then people look at me like. So oh, sorry, that's what you call them on guys. I don't know about girls. They probably have a real. Respectable name. Was there such a thing as too muscly when it comes to girls? Have you met my sister? Nah, you keep talking about how she's... She's very muscly. Yeah. Both both of them, actually. i got a stepsister, and she's very muscly as well. So the female gene is strong in the Stuarts. Well, she's not a Stuart, but she's just very fit. But my sister is very, very fit. Like, athletic, not like... If, if, soon, if you go ahead and try and tell me that you weren't an athlete once upon a time, I remember you weren't too bad at the old handball. I was great at handball. I was a good wrestler. Yeah. I did um, Olympic wrestling in high school. Oh, did you actually? Yeah. Really? I was pretty good at that because I could throw my weight around. Yeah. Had a lot of, I was still a big guy and um, yeah, I could I could really throw my weight. Until it came to a match against a guy at Wesley College. Then he oh, threw his Wesley weight. Wesley College. He was, he was probably six foot, this you know. Birthplace of Jonah. He looked like Jonah too. Like, you could have. He was. Let's be honest. He was probably a fifth year, seventh. Like it was. Fifth, like, he looked it. He had a mo. And I'm not like a wispy one. Like I had a wispy one at the time. He had a mo. Put it this way, he had kids. Yeah. <laughs> Cheering on not, dad. That would not have surprised me. Um, and I got my ass handed. I lost in about three seconds. Well, you just and it was the last you ever. No, I did a little bit more, but that was the worst loss I ever had. Three seconds. Three seconds. Oh. Three seconds. He picked me up and slammed me down and it dislocated my shoulder. And in Olympic wrestling, a pin is one second. Yeah. So if you get both shoulders down for one second. So because I landed, I was instantly like, oh my God, my shoulder. And um, by the time I realized that the match was over. Wow. So I got up and my coach popped it back. Um. And it wasn't properly dislocated. It was almost dislocated, I should say. Did he, like, but pick it you really up fucking his... hurt. Did he basically just German suplex you? Double leg scoop. Double leg scoop. Like, you watch MMA, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wow. And because he was, like, 110 kilos, I was 97. He was 110. But what, he was pretty tall. But he was him. massive, and he came down on me full force. Was he Polynesian? Uh, yeah, he was a Polynesian guy. Wesley but because Wesley I had a really good trainer, as I fell, my instant thought was, don't land on your back. Like, Get up, Rocky! <laughs> no, my instant thought was, don't <laughs> land on your back because he'll pin you. So I turned so I could land on a shoulder, but I didn't realise he was going to come down. Because normally if you double leg scoop someone, you kind of don't full force them. Well, in that league of high schools, you're not meant to do that. But he did, he came down full on me. So it came down right all on my shoulder. And it popped forward. This was intermediate, though, eh? No, this is high school. Oh, what's up? No, uh, Rose Hill in Auckland. Oh, did you? I thought you... Um, I didn't realise you went to high school as well in Auckland. Yeah, yeah, I did three... I did first two years here and the rest in Auckland. Oh, yeah, the yeah. latter. The latter bits. Like, I'm going for a better education. Fifth form on. 
Yeah. Going to the big spot to get some big Yeah, that was what it was. Um, and, yeah, so he, he kind of semi-dislocated my shoulder. It was jutting forward, but not all the way out. So my coach, his name was Israel, who's a real good wrestler. He's just like, this is really going to hurt. And he just kind of shoulder, he just like rammed me. He put me against the wall and rammed into me and it popped back. Well, so he put you against the wall and he rammed into you? Yeah, he put me against the wall so when he hit me I wouldn't fall. Oh, yeah. And he just came and he's like, Ugh, and he banged it and it went in. He's he, like, I get that all the time. He banged you. He came. He yeah, he, he got it all through his cum gutter. Yeah. <laughs> cum and, gutter. Um, and then, yeah, that was I was out for the rest of the tournament for that one. But I did a few more matches and stuff like that. I was, I was okay. I wasn't great. But I had weight. That was the, that was the thing. Until Wesley College had more weight. Yep. They and had, then... Um, they had their, um, they had their fourth year seven formers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had Joan and Lomu's. They were 120 kilos, six foot four, and could run the 100 metres in 10 flat. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. And so we had the better team, but they had the power. Like, you could tell these guys have never really wrestled. They were just like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Just smash the order them. Yeah, and that's what they did. Just smash all of them. But yeah. we had our team itself was probably one of the best teams. Did you have one of those um, air, air gear like Rick Steiner? No, you don't wear that shit. Uh, you just wear shorts. No, you just wear shorts. Ah, oh, okay. I don't know why I'm disappointed about Dylan. You wasn't wearing spandex. Oh. No, I did not have the body for spandex. No, yeah, I'm just like should be thankful. Like yes. No, no, you wore shorts that would tie up so you can get down trail, and you took your shirt off and off you go. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oiled up. Just oiled up. I'd walk into the ring and be like, come get it. <laughs> come get it. <laughs> I've, learned, I've learned something new today. It was come get it. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this up, eh? Yep. So here's your friend. Shiva. Yep. Rest in peace, dude. We're going to be getting together tomorrow for a poker game. I think it's at Sporty's. His funeral's on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That's but nice. that does lead into... You know, the before you jump sign off. Yep. And it's it's not a, you know, it's not a um, left field one. It's not, you know, abstract or anything. It's before you jump, for the love of fucking God, reach out, man. Yeah. Because um, it's been a nice uh, distract. I've been pretty down all day, especially talking to a few, like, you know, poker community about things. Coming here has been an awesome distraction talking to you, bro. Like, yeah. And I appreciate the hell out of that. But now it's all coming back to me right now. Like, um, And it just makes me, just for the love of fucking God, if you're in that sort of state of mind, please reach yep. out. Because people give a shit. Totally. Because if not, you'll feel like you're alone in a dark place. And if you're alone in a dark place, it's hard to get out of there. Yeah. Without any help, someone helping you out of that dark hole. So before you jump, please reach out to someone because people give a shit. Rest in peace, Shiva. Yeah. Hmm. Cue the music. Yeah. And out. <laughs>